0: The Podcast. I'm your host Nathan McLean. As always, I just want to thank you for listening. We're here for another episode. Welcome back to the Doom Hippie Podcast. We're on episode number eleven today. Our guest is going to be Andrew Wright. Andrew is a friend of mine that I've met through Silver Lake and probably through social media first before we ever met. Probably one of those, uh, I think we were friends for a long time through through uh, Facebook and finally met up in the dunes and, you know, we've met up over the years a couple times and uh, whenever he gets up, try to get together and run out in the dunes when we can, so... I uh, got him in on the podcast today to talk about uh, the thing with Andrew. If you know Andrew, he's owned a lot of different rides, and he's bought a, lift, a lot of different rides from out west and shipped them up here to the Midwest. And uh, That's what we kind of talk about today, that and his concrete business and just kind of all things that. So thanks for listening. Let's get into it.
1: Yeah, one thing, too, with that Explorer that I had, it had headsets and everything, and after not having them now in the XJ, that's the one thing that I wish I didn't experience. Because those headsets and having mics with your co-pilots oh, and yeah, stuff, it is sick.
0: I just got You're
1: whispering, you know? Like yep. I, I I had never used them before.
0: So. I just got uh some put in my truck last summer. It was the first summer I had them and, same, and what did it is I put the exhaust right behind my head? Oh yeah. <laughs> and so, so then I did that and went deaf in one trip and then I came home, bought headsets cuz I was like, these. wow, I need these cuz it's too loud. Yep. And then, yeah, literally put them on, hooking up music to them. And it was just like, oh my God. I know. It's so sick. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so sick.
0: I don't really use the radio often. To, like, I have the radio and I pretty much done not I was going to say, I mean, if you're not it's running. It's pretty much with a the group. intercom. Is, as long as you have the intercom, it's a game changer. And I, honestly, getting just the intercom is not so bad. It's yeah. the
1: radio that's like a massive yeah. cost. Because which, what? The intercom, you. Is it an aux? Because I only did use the radio. I never plugged my phone in to play music. Uh, okay, anything, so yeah, so I, I never really got to play with it.
0: Yup, I have an aux cord one. I know there's like Bluetooth ones. Which okay, then I'm at. Uh, I think Bluetooth was like 150 more, and I was like, yeah, I'll just use an aux You're already cord. Already pricey. Not yeah. Now looking at it, it's like man, I had the Bluetooth, <laughs> the, Bluetooth. <laughs> the cord kind of sucks, flopping around. Yeah, true. But. Yeah, having music and you know, like now to the point I have a playlist. Like, oh, yeah, when I go to the dunes, I put a playlist on, yep. because I can listen to music now and they're like, oh, it's
1: game changer. Yep, it's the luxuries of a daily in the pre runner.
0: All right, we'll get started here. We're gonna get started. We got Andrew right here, also known as, yeah, what's your Instagram handle? A right
1: 171.
0: That's probably how you're gonna know him on uh, Instagram if you know him. And also, what's your business? Go, what is, uh, uh, curb job?
1: concepts plus. We're out of Mishwaka, Indiana area, just concrete contractors. And so we, uh, got Aaron on the show, not Aaron. I keep calling him Aaron. So I just did that intro like two <laughs> times and I'm
0: not going to do it again. And I'm just going to own it now. But for some reason, I keep calling him Aaron, but his name's Andrew. We got Andrew in here. Um, Andrew's someone, uh, yeah, met through social media days pretty much, uh, for a long time, kind of the, typical story of i think everyone on you know you got the truck picture friends um and then it turned into you're you know running into the dunes over time we've seen each other a handful of times and have uh developed a friendship and one of the things with uh andrew i wanted to get him on and that he kind of uh probably has a little more expertise than most people is getting vehicles from the midwest or from the west out to the midwest so if you know, uh, Andrew, he's owned a lot of different vehicles and has gone through different things and experienced a lot of different stuff in a short time. So, uh, it'd be cool to get him in here. And he's also somebody that's kind of out there doing his own thing, started his own business, the concrete business. I know there's people in the Dune community that have used him, and, uh, um, kind of, that's what this podcast is all about is helping out everyone in the Dune community. So Ooh, yeah, I wanted good. to get you in here and, uh, we'll get started I guess maybe with some of the dune stuff and then we'll kind of develop that into the concrete so cool maybe get into uh, what's uh the dune where do the dunes start for you and kind of we'll get into that
1: okay um yeah so the dunes basically since I was six months old uh my parents grew up coming up to the dunes my dad uh first time was in 78 and then after that he's just gone every single year since and they got me into it and then Ripping dirt bikes because that was like one of the first things you can do without a driver's license. You could do a permit when okay, you were twelve. Okay, so you did all that. You yep, got the permit. No, yep, so I, I didn't
0: w- ever do any of that. So talk about yeah, what's it like being uh, that kind of age, getting to ride a dirt bike in there?
1: Yeah, that was that was cool. There's like a DNR course you have to do, and uh, it's just like a written class, and then after that, you just have to ride ride behind your parent or you know a guardian and shred there and try to you know, my dad had a sandrail, So with the dirt bikes, I'd run past him. and he was really chasing me, but <laughs> it was, it was fun, man. A lot of learning, a lot of learning with the bikes and kind of flow of traffic out there too, when it gets super busy. So.
0: Yeah. That's one of the things I, I was talking with someone on the show recently, kind of about, uh, you know, if you grow up in the scene, you know, people come in, you know, some people come into it as adults. Some people are, you know, born into it. You're born into it. Yeah. And it's, kind of that realization you don't really ever think about what is it like to be in like an adult and go in there oh yeah first time not not knowing a thing i mean yeah
1: before you ever even were to operate anything you knew the lay of the land pretty well Yep, yeah that was definitely a fortunate side as far as the safety factor goes because we've heard stories over the past couple years of all the rental people flipping their vehicles and going too fast over ridges and that was definitely something that was beneficial for now with the faster trucks and us traveling quicker than pretty much, you know, three quarters of the crowd out there, you know, you have to have that dialed. Or... Yep. I think the biggest I see is you
0: know the easiest thing is like the side by side market. Yep. Um, it's you know as well as if you're out working and you have a disposable income and you can go finance a side by side. And I this isn't a knock on side by side people, but it's the side you know. The fact that if somebody is a first timer, you can go buy, you know, a turbo thousand horsepower machine from any manufacturer and you can go hurt yourself real quick, real yep. fast out in those dunes. And that's kind of something that, uh, yeah, me going out west, that's something I still, I mean, it, it, it makes me think about a lot you know, being a rookie out there and then coming back, it was like, wow, I've literally never been a rookie here. You know, it's something, yep. it's a very interesting thing. So it's cool that you got to do, it. I, you know, I never did the, uh, the young safety course. I started on dirt bike too, but yep. doing the uh course, a lot of people take advantage of it. And
1: yeah. yeah, it was, it was useful for us because, you know, my, my brother rode, he was a couple years older than me. So when he started riding his bike, I always wanted to, you know, so as far as being able to do it quicker, definitely they're to go, you know, as far as a family move goes to yep, get and everyone you're all out there. Dunes. Yep.
0: So that was awesome. That was cool. So once you, you did that for a couple of years, probably up until you got your license. And then, uh, yeah, what'd you move on
1: to? Yeah. Did that a couple of years, blew up a bunch of bikes. Uh, got tired of doing that all the time. What were you running two strokes in the Two dunes? strokes. And then the, the best one I had, I had a KX250F and that was, okay. that was definitely reliable out there, but, so got to doing that, then we got the driver's license, and then basically it was just anything I could afford, honestly, with the amount of money I had that could go with the best in the dunes. So it was, you know, I would look at the long arm ZJs, you know, those are four-linked factories, so those things were pretty sick. They did really well. And then just a lot of wranglers, a lot of wranglers. And then okay. finally had the money, you know, uh getting out of school. And uh Decided to just work full time, dropped out of school, and the scene for the pre-runner trucks had already been growing, you know. So seeing that happen was awesome. Seeing Tyson, that was one of the first things. So kind of stepping back to talking about going to the dunes when we were younger. Before social media, you know, it was crazy. Yeah. You know, you would first see a uh, long travel sandrail like back in the early 2000s and yeah. mid 2000s and it was nuts you know yeah
0: i mean people the people that you know if you're new to the dunes in the last couple of years and didn't see that era of maybe i guess i'd call it like 2000s era you know yeah like 2000 right to 2010 Yeah, coming to the dunes it was i mean yeah it's like so for me i was always like uh uh like a holiday weekend person like when i didn't live up here full time it was yeah. every holiday weekend i was here other than that i wasn't here so we came up for, like, you coming up to see the show. I was going to say, that's the prime
1: time to see those you know, vehicles You just want to see as much yeah. stuff as possible. And, so. yeah, that was crazy. You know, you started seeing them. And then <clears throat> I know I 100% remember when Tyson's truck first came out. You know, yeah. because I was old enough. I was probably, like, 13 or so, you know, yeah. when I remember seeing just – it was, like, his truck. And then I think, like, a couple years later uh, – Tanner T-Man with yep. the orange single cab, he had, like, a four-cylinder. It was still orange, but it was just four-cylinder truck. And I think I was 16 at the time, too, bro. And I, like, pulled up, and I was like, dude, this thing is sick, you know. Yep. And, like, look at it now. It's absolutely yep. a mad show, you know. It's so sick. So kind of just seeing the progression is what struck my interest because the dirt bikes was awesome. You go fast, you know. Yep. But then seeing them doing it in trucks and – and you know. I, you know,
0: I think uh, it's a pretty similar story to me because that's like, I'm, yeah, I've always been a dirt biker. I started on dirt yep. bikes in the dunes and my whole thing, I, I, same thing. I remember, I don't remember the exact summer year, but I just remember there was a year, uh, all of my friends were more into trucks, but I, so I was always riding a bike like by myself where I'd find people on the weekend and just, dirt oh, I'm yeah, riding with this guy. So I was always kind of doing my own thing. And I just like, ah, I'm just not into trucks. You can't go fast. Like you can't do the stuff you can do on a dirt bike like no find some jumps you know and that's what
1: i love doing Yup. and then
0: i remember yep seeing the first crew of guys and trucks showing up and all of a sudden uh i remember going coming up to what would be uh test hill yeah coming up through there and i remember looking over and i don't even remember the truck it was i just remember the moment of there's a truck, like, on my side, like, 100 yards out, and it's, like, running with, and I kind of, like, did a double take, like, whoa, <laughs> it's staying. what's that? Yeah. yeah, and then I, like, so then I'm, like, oh, well, okay, I'm going to leave this kind of dust, like, get on it more, and we're going up test, and, like, guys, like, hanging with me, and we ended up going all the way through the hills, the directionals, get out to exit, and I was, like, up, yeah, like, right then. This isn't that's, supposed to be happening. <laughs> yeah, that's the moment. I know that was the moment for me because then instantly I was, like, hang on, okay. I just you can. Do I just this. rode my bike like pretty hard, like I was trying to rip through there and leave them. And and it was a two fifty F, so I had a two fifty F. I'm pinned on this thing, and this truck was hanging with me. And this
1: is back. Oh, then. they move. I mean, yeah, you're Yo. you're moving for sure. And
0: I remember, yep. Ever since then, it was just like, all right, what's going
1: on? I want to. I'm that. interested. Yep. So and basically, like I said, kind of just. You know, like you kind of started talking about it, getting the vehicles from out west, you know, and everyone knows I'm selling and buying, you know, <laughs> that's just I can't hide it. But in, in reality, man, I swear it was just because I was trying to trying to keep up with the scene, you know, like, yeah, with the money I had, you know, because I'm I'm college dropout you know, I got like a thousand dollars in my bank account and I'm just trying to buy the best thing I can find. Yeah. It's all you about know, going like, to the dunes and what you're doing. And have. that's all I cared about and still do. But, um, but no, it's obviously I'm, I'm happy. I've gotten the Jeep back, you know, kind of getting back to the roots a little bit. I was, you know, saying met my fiance with this Jeep and getting it back and getting it dialed and getting married. So it's like, maybe start doing some Grown up decisions here and committing to something.
0: Yup. So, well, and in, it's kind of cool. You know, I'm in a, uh, you know, I'm at a point with my truck, the, the truck that I have now, my C10. You know, before that, I never was like um, really tied to like a material thing. Like yeah. with, with bikes, it was always like, ah, this is old, get a new one, like vehicles. I was that way. And I never really planned on like realizing how like kind of obsessed I would become mm-hmm. with it. But there is an essence of, like, I have so much history with that thing now, where now
1: it's like, well, I don't ever see this thing leaving. Like, exactly. I, there's no exactly. way. Exactly. And I, I instantly regretted it when I sold it this, the last time. And it was just to kind of get the business going. You know, it was a couple of years ago, right when I first started it. So, you know, I didn't want to do it, and I sold it for undervalue. It was to a great family. Brandon's family, the Flessers, they're really nice people. I think I messaged him the week after I sold it to buy it back. Yeah. You know, but, um, but no, like I, like you said, once you get those feelings and the, you know, all the memories you have with them, it's, it's, it's great, you know, for our community and what we like to do. And it's
0: something, uh, you know, like you, you're talking, it's, you've been doing this your whole life. So it's something that's like, well, you probably, you know, you're probably planning on doing this the rest of your life too. Yeah. You know, the thing with the Dune community, uh, it's not often that I know people get in and then get back out. You know? Correct. I agree Unless with that. it's generally it's in the time the people I do know it's because of a bad accident. Maybe yeah, probably be trying to do things beyond the skill level like yep. before
1: they should have moving and away. But even when they come back, they come back to the dunes. Like yep. you know, with my brother, he moved away and he whenever he visits, we go to the dunes. Yeah, you know? gotta go so. check it out.
0: So. Yeah, it's a big part of uh yeah, if you were raised in it and kind of that moving forward and the rest of your life and uh what's uh before you got the Jeep then so what was uh the move yeah, getting yourself going from uh yeah, bike and getting a that vehicle. So was the Jeep the first thing that you bought?
1: No. So I bought a like the front half was done it's actually Austin Rohde's truck it's the black F150 it's an OBS it's uh, I believe oh, it's yep. a 94 I remember so he that, did a lot right? of finish work on it um i bought the truck without a working transmission front end was done rear end was stock with some crappy cage work and uh went all in four linked it you know didn't have a cage you know so just skipping steps and uh I was just eager because of, you know that was the first one so i was just really eager to kind of get out there and you know get the truck running realize quickly how expensive it is to build these trucks yeah so ran out of money mm. and uh ended up selling it running and driving to another gentleman and then a couple of people down the road austin got it so and then after that um there was a red truck that is now Matt Berlin's. Mm-hmm. it's blue super awesome is out at dirt fest this past year he finally got it all done. I think he had some differential issues, but I believe he got it fixed, and he ran that thing hard. And then uh, the red uh, Explorer, and that was the last one before the Jeep. So, yep. yeah. What about uh,
0: – no, nah, never mind. I thought there was something else, but maybe I'm thinking of someone else.
1: There might be another one out there. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is. But oh. So,
0: anyways uh, – Kind of some of the things I wanted to talk on though to share because I, it's something that I see all the time, like on pretty much Facebook comments. It's, you know, people, uh, the sport is definitely growing and people are always looking at buying stuff. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, there's always stuff out for, out west for sale and people are always getting it. So what's the process of that, like, of yeah. buying something like sight unseen? Did you fly out to go look at these things first or, you know, you just roll the dice? <laughs>
1: no, no. So, Um, yeah, it's definitely a process, but I've never flown out to see any of them. So definitely a sight unseen, trusting the other person is a big thing, you know, but big thing to, you know, as far as solidifying a sale for yourself, um, you want detailed videos, walk around of everything, anything you can think of, you know, so you want to get pretty familiar with the trucks and know what you're looking for. So get a nice detailed video and then a bill of sale stating that they will hold it once the money is transferred. Because once you transfer the money, it's gone, you know. So yeah. you have to have a bill of sale, picture of IDs. And then luckily we have a transport company that's close by to where we live. Um, They do a lot of recreational vehicle hauling. So, yep, we just use those guys for backlogs. And they have an empty trailer when they go out west. And they will just pick up the vehicle and bring it right to my doorstep so okay so. It's, it was always an interesting day when they showed up and, <laughs> and wondering what you really got but so far so good i've had really good luck i have and it comes down to like i said probably just a lot of more communication oh on my goodness there. yeah like i mean the point of transferring the money until you get it in the driveway is the most yeah. nerve-wracking <laughs> experiences of my life but um yeah you I would not doing like transfer the money without knowing that it was the right move. So that's the one thing you got to know the trucks really well and know what you're looking for. So, yeah. So getting, yeah. If you're out there looking at trucks, getting, yeah. Second opinions, third opinions from Definitely. other people, all that type of stuff. Because I mean, like you said, with social media, um, just another outlet. If I had questions about something, I'd reach out to you or a couple other people. And you guys are really good with feedback and very helpful. And, there's a lot of us out there that are willing to help. So yep. it's always good to bounce your ideas off of before making in, you know, making a decision on a, you know, ten to twenty thousand, fifty thousand dollar truck, you know. Yeah, definitely. These
0: uh you know, uh like we were talking about of kind of growing up, you know, it's kind of uh uh before we started we were talking about generations and kind of people and were people uh, you know, I'm 35, you're 25. Yep. I'm not 35, I'm 30. <laughs> Man, I can't talk today. <laughs> uh, but I'm 30, we're we're in that, we're, you know, we're in the same generation and it's like, uh, you know, we're talking the generation before us and the crowd of dunes that was out there and kind of, you know, I would definitely say our our generation is stamped with side-by-side owners and pre-runner owners. I mean, yeah, you know, it is. I know there's a couple rare, young long travel guys out there the, the, you know rail guys that are in some rails but for the most part anybody I know in my age group it's if you don't have a side by side you are you have a pre-runner and if you have a side by side you probably want a pre-runner <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah so, uh,
1: I know no and that is really crazy because beforehand it was just you know the V dub chassis you know sand mm-hmm. rails the big old lifted monster trucks and yeah and that's like uh, I mean
0: I remember like my dirt bike days for me uh, like when I was riding dirt bikes before I saw the pre-runner show up, yeah, it was always like, I just wanted like a huge, I was just, oh yeah, the mega to, like, trucks for sure. Yep, I just want like an 80 Chevy on the biggest tires ever possible. Yep. That was like, I just dreamed about that every day. Yeah.
1: Mine was the Broncos, man. Like the big, yep. Bron- big seventies Broncos and seventies trucks. And that, that's,
0: yeah. that's what like uh holiday weekends were though. Yep. It was
1: come holiday weekends Cause if you want to
0: see about like 200 to show vehicles, yeah, it was like, if you want to, s- for me, it was, I'm a big Chevy guy. I always was Chevy. So it was like there's going to be the dopest Chevys in michigan yep and every state around at, at silver lake this weekend and i'm going and <laughs> you know and a lot of years we had we were in stock daily drivers you know and yeah you just were that we were we thought kid. we were
1: awesome <laughs> you know oh we
0: know we went we all yeah at least my little group we were generally most of us were like all right let's nothing breaks uh it'll be a great weekend we're all uh <laughs> fingers crossed. we're
1: all all in right now <laughs> so, uh-huh. i know man you know and a lot of it was just to
0: get out there it's like we just got to get out there and yep. get the thing parked we'll be good and you that know? that like, is
1: the whole yeah with the holiday weekends it's so cool to come out and check it all out you can't really run you know as far as the trucks go you yeah know, or anything fast
0: that's, that's a little different yeah because
1: so back then there wasn't
0: people really you know long travel rails was about the only thing ripping at speeds yep. back then and The times have changed. There is, you know, a lot of, you know, you can't help it. You want to go fast, you know. And generally, if you're someone that goes slow and you're hating on it, it's you just want to go faster. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it is.
1: I know. It's like after selling the pre-runners and coming up here with like my fiance's Jeep and stuff, it's just not the same. Yo. Never will be. You know,
0: I've, I put this out. I mean, I don't think I've put it on the podcast, but I'll say like I get offers to get taken out to the dunes all the time. But, oh, yeah. You know, I and especially with my truck being broke. People. Hey, man, like I'm up this weekend. I'll take you out. And hey, nothing against you. But I don't want to go in your stock daily driver pick up, you know, yep. and go put around. Like I did that when I was 16, 17, 18. Like it's not that I'm above that or anything, but yeah. it's just like the whole time I'm literally going, my damn truck's broke. I should be out here. You're mad. I, <laughs> yeah. It's just this little bug of like this drive, you know, not that I'm like, oh, this is boring or this. And it. it's just. Man, I know what I can do in the dunes if I have my ride, and that's like and that's, that's all what you want. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to do. There's
1: nothing, like you said nothing against it, but
0: so it's one of those things. Now I do find myself changing because uh I I've been looking at I have been looking at like bone stock Wranglers. I was like my truck. So after I blew up the second motor this summer. I was like, you know what? Maybe something stock wouldn't be bad. It would uh be kind of cool just to be able to out there. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so now I am kind I of I love the some disposable
1: different... Jeeps that show up. You yeah, know they're just I've going uh, to the scrap yard I've after. i been looking at them. i go, yeah. you know
0: what? Those don't look so bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> there
1: was a guy out there last weekend with uh air vent uh snorkel system and some flex tape and dude, he bombing was bombing holes. He was bombing them, so yeah. You know, that's, that is always another good route. It's pretty
0: funny that uh, I think most people, you find that, you know, someone like you're doing, I had, so the show's going to drop the week before yours. I had Mini fab on. He's from Minnesota. Same thing. You know, started, you know, with the whatever you could afford. You start yep. with what you can get out to the dunes with. And, you know, it's, it's nice to look back and reflect and be able to say, like, oh, wow, like, you know, the, it, you've put a lot of effort into, you know, having... You know the vehicle you have now the you know a beamed x j yeah um that is a good point you know that yeah, is a really good point you know you look on. back at uh you know yeah you you know i definitely i mean i remember one I don't remember the year but I remember one specific Labor day weekend coming up here with my group of friends literally had probably like twenty dollars left in the bank account and for food we bought like two loaves of bread a bag of potato chips you know and like two packs exactly. of hot dogs and we were like we're this set. This is all we can afford. This We're is set, food. though. Yeah, yeah. it's like enough food for three days. Yep. Um, as long as nothing breaks and goes wrong, we. I'll get back to work on Monday and it's pay week. <laughs> I'll yep. be good. I know. You know, it's it was crazy. Like, that's how and it like, used to be for me.
1: Yep. Oh no, yeah, it's just it's the same way. And I always think about how crazy it is that I used to drive three hours, mob, and then drive back home. You know? Yeah, for a day. With, yeah, without a trailer. You know?
0: So. Yep. So yeah, it is, uh, it's cool to see that the scene has grown. It's cool that, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, in Michigan, in the, in the big world, this is like a little thing that we, you know, we've watched right before our eyes. So, yeah. you know, and then to think back on it, you know, you're a person I look at. Like I said, you've, I've brought one, uh, pre-runner into this world and I still own it. It's mine. You know, yeah. you're somebody that's brought pre-runners
1: into the scene and, you know, other people have them now and people are using them and that's so, another awesome thing is yeah selling them off to people who are gonna use them that's yep. the biggest so thing they're still around and yep.
0: then you know like you said people have taken them and put and added to them and yep. added more things and built them to be their own it's uh, uh
1: it's it's crazy how many trucks have grown it's it's insane yep. it's insane just in the matter of five years you know it's a short period of time
0: so let's get into a. Uh, mention uh some of your concrete stuff for a minute so we okay. talked about it you know and like you said you had the X day. you got to the point and you're kind of going through uh what were you doing in the mindset where you uh made up your mind you're gonna go on your own and kind of do your own thing to yeah. uh try to support a dune lifestyle
1: yeah so i started concrete when i was 17 tried to do college for a year or two dropped off went back to my same old boss and he's a uh, 70-year-old Vietnam vet who is just hardcore as it can get, man. He's <laughs> the best teacher I ever had, you know. And uh, he was actually getting ready to retire. And I was trying to make a deal with him to purchase his business, but didn't have enough funds to do so. And um, didn't want to go work in the RV factories because I was a good source of money. Um Okay, but, well, tell people where you're from. Okay, yeah, so if, yeah. you,
0: if you don't know where you're from, yeah, it's like...
1: Yeah, we're RV we're Elkhart area is yeah, where every single R V manufacturer it seems like is located. Yeah. So, you know, you can make a quick fourteen hundred bucks each week by, you know, doing the same thing every single day, but it's a good income, you know? And so that was a route that I tried and didn't enjoy it. Um so cut my salary in half, went back to concrete and uh try to work out deals doing side jobs and started doing enough of side jobs to where it's like, all right, you know, like maybe something, something can turn into something. And then all of a sudden uh a good friend of mine's father came across the curbing trailer and the curbing business that we do, the decorative okay. landscape border. And that's really what sealed the deal to move or I guess to move on. Okay. Um, We got that equipment and did some training and, Been running with it. It's awesome. So that's been a, a good source of income. And then having the concrete flat work and driveways and, you know, the small skid steer excavation that we can do is another good way to keep us afloat. And fingers crossed, it's been rolling, man. It's, it's been doing pretty good. So that's something that, yeah,
0: I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, at the end of the day, yeah, you,
1: it's, maybe uh working for other people doing the thing you know you can't yeah i learned everything from that older you know my older boss his Mm -hmm. name is bruce and any questions i still have you know doing things the correct way i know how to do them so you know just talking about your own business kind of holding yourself to a certain standard following that standard and then executing it and you know hopefully that can just roll onto you know more projects so um but i was like it's kind
0: of like um uh a mindset that you know people like yourself um you know like you said you you tried kind of doing like a typical you know you say the nine to five job yeah. you know and hey just do this thing follow instructions you're gonna get your paycheck you can go home and happy life you know there's plenty of people that can do that and can live a happy life and do that but um you know, just knowing you a little bit personally, yeah, you definitely strike me as the person that's like, you know, there's got to be more for me out there. Yeah. And you definitely. can kind of tell with, you know, the the passion of, yeah, figuring out, OK, I want to get a truck. How does how do I make it happen? You know, and uh it, it just goes to show. So with starting your own business and uh coming full circle, let's uh, I kind of want to tell the story of uh this poetic story of your Jeep and its relationship of selling it off to start the business and now here you are yeah. you your own
1: business and you got it back yeah that is it is a, it is pretty crazy um but yeah so when i did make the move to get going on my own um you know i had a little bit of money in the bank but I still trying to find a house and all that and the only thing i had that was worth some value was a jeep and i needed a bobcat so sold it off got that um just been finding any job we can in the beginning and Shoot, the Bobcat's probably paid for itself four or five times by now. And uh Brandon, the gentleman who owned the Jeep that I sold it to, to I, uh, so I could buy the Bobcat, contacted me and said, hey, I'm going to list up the Jeep. I want to go into a side-by-side or something different. And I gave him an offer, and he kind of sat on it. He listed it up. He didn't like my offer because you don't want to bu- uh, sell anything to me because <laughs> I'm going to get it to the bottom. But... uh he sat on it for a little bit, and then he contacted me and said it was going to go back to California. And I was like, no way. Like, I can't let it happen. Yeah, so that happens. That's, you already it's did gone. that once. Yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be gone at that point. So I I came up a little bit and met in the middle with Brandon and bought it back and, you know, eager to kind of start dialing in. I actually just dropped it off here because I messed it up last yeah. weekend. So. Yeah. Nate's going to
0: take care of me here. Good little two for one for the dune hippie. Got the, <laughs> got the podcast show and got some work out of it. But yeah. That's what we're trying to do here. Trying to, you know, help build and grow the community. It's, it's dope. Uh, it's nice to see that it is growing this big to, uh, you know, kind of put myself out there and try to do this work, you know, on the side more specifically. And, uh, cause at the end of the day, yeah, uh, it's kind of a thing that I realize. It's like I love doing this, and I'm going to do this for probably the rest of my time that I'm alive. Yeah, uh, and I want other people to do it too because the more people that do it around me, it's just going to help me out and keeping the dunes open. And yeah. you know, it's just kind of that forward thinking. That's where my head's at is the more the merrier. Yeah, it gets busier out there, but you know, it's fine. I'd rather it be too busy than be it's too empty continue and continue to shut grow. Down, you you know? know exactly. As long that's kind of where my opinion always rests on that. It's like I'd rather. I'd rather the issue be it's too busy out there than it's too dead and they're gonna shut it down.
1: Oh, I know, man.
0: That's always something I worry about. Yeah,
1: that's a fear. gosh, especially this past after what happened this year. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, and exactly. It's you know we've had two years in a row where you know 2020 it was closed, which for a couple months, which yeah, it never had which done was that. never happened before. Yeah, and this year the drag racing incident, and that's you know there they are thoughts and. It's kind of, it's all, it's what all this, all the things I do, this podcast, everything about it is, uh, you know, I just hope there's strength in numbers. And if there's enough people banging on the gates to get in that place and keep it open, you I gotta hope to keep it, stays it open. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I've invested my life into, uh, going dooning. That's pretty much <laughs> I everything know, I, man, do I do is go dooning. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, uh, yeah, it's dope that, uh, your Jeep's here. We're going to get it taken care of. Uh, yeah, it's I got not a, too bad. It's not too bad. Got a little bent, <laughs> bent beam to take care of. So go through, uh, yeah, g- you got the Jeep back
1: and getting a little, uh, rambunctious in it. Yep. Yeah. Got it back. <laughs> Brought a friend for the first time to the dunes. So he's heard me tell stories. So I had to live up to the story. Oh, yeah. At least try to. But, um, yeah, there just wasn't really too many good spots to get good air for a lower horsepower truck. So just decided to flat land unfortunately and <laughs> knew it was probably gonna happen but did it my buddy had a great time i mean it was something i've done plenty of times before too so yep. you know it's just a matter of time for things to start to fail and the jeep really just needs some you know some small attention yeah so, well, well and you said it right there uh you said
0: you had a guy that's never been in the dunes it was his first time it was his buddy and like I've been there, done that. Generally, most of the times I break my truck. It's because I've got someone in there and I'm trying to, you You're know. Having fun. <laughs> well, and it's, it's, I get, uh, my wife likes to keep me grounded. You know, it's just like, Hey, you got to understand, you know, 50 or 60% for you is like 150 for them, you know, and it
1: looking back at it now, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it like, kind of, it goes no. through my head
0: where, you know, I can go to the dunes and like, yeah, my truck, uh, I'm so specific with my truck that I and I I tell I rate it on a scale. I'm like, oh, you know, like hey, how's the truck running today? Ah, oh, it's like 80%, you know, we we can run at 80 because there's an issue somewhere. Yep, exactly. Uh, I'm getting hot or whatever and you know, there's days I've given people rides where I'm, I'm bummed on the truck's performance and I'm like, man. You know, this, you can't. Yeah. Push it's it. like, I know this thing can do better. And like, I just want to give that to this person. That's how
1: I felt with my friend last yep, week. You it's, know, it's this like, addicting feeling yeah. where, and then
0: the whole time I've had, like, Hey, it's fine, man. Like, no worries. Like, yeah. this was awesome. Oh, yeah. They,
1: they thought it was amazing. You know, you,
0: know, but. you put the pressure on yourself definitely to do. But then that's what I mean. At the end of the day, that's the story you're talking about. I mean, that's yep. forever more. He's probably, like,
1: hey, remember that time you took me to Dunes and we? Oh yeah, you he drunk? wants to buy something right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's talking about side by sides and stuff. Already. Perfect. So yeah, was, and that's that's cool. the beauty of it is yeah, getting a first timer in there and then yeah, I mean who knows? Yeah, that guy's maybe his whole life he's redirecting his whole life now to throw
1: it down the drain for Dunes. Yeah, <laughs> redirecting your life. It's a funny story though because like my a good friend he actually is a. Our stamp master for curbing okay. on the company. And uh, so he started hanging out with me in college. We went to the same college. You know, we were close beforehand, but got closer through school. And uh, tell him about the dunes. And he was like, I got this Bronco too, man. Like, it's, we always had fun with it. Bombed, you know, some trails, four by four stuff. And he was like, I'm turning it into a dune rig. So he got on like Solar Motorsports one night and was typing everything up what he wanted to do. And now, he didn't go with Solo. You know, he he bought some stuff through Marketplace and Instagram. some used stuff. Yeah, right? but it's a rolling chassis now. So, like, he's dedicated his entire life now. Yep. Well, not his entire life, but, you know. A good, um, I mean, a good chunk yeah, of his, like, free time life. Yep, and he, to, he loves uh, that Bronco, too. So, I'm, like, so excited to have a really close friend. Instead of, like, you know, you, for instance, is, like, I always come up here, and I know I can hang out with you, no problem. Yep. But just, like, oh a buddy from back at home you know he's finally getting his truck done so, yeah it is
0: a very interesting um it's kind of you know i'm someone that lives i think a lot of like the instagram truck guys live in the same world of like you probably are out there and think like all oh, right we just like hang out all the time together oh, yeah, and like no, we're all busy <laughs> but yeah it's like at the end of the day like i live next to the dunes and uh like uh, no one else my age like or has a truck lives up there's a lot of people that have seasonals and stuff and I, yeah like people like you come up yep. i don't see you and um but it is like i have a my own crowd of i guess yeah my friends that i've known for a long time that aren't into the dunes at all mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of that i see that path it's like my friends that don't come to the dunes it's more of them looking at me like oh man you just like know everyone up there don't you And it's like man i honestly see those guys like two to three times a year like, yeah it's you know it's generally you, you gotta line up on the same weekend you gotta go to the same day, your truck's gotta be not broke at the same time uh-huh um you know and it it is kind of funny that uh we're all you dedicate so much time to this um for these small moments, but it's kind of a reflection of like how important those moments are Definitely. you know a, a holiday weekend, you know in the early days i mean it was for years, I went to the dunes three times a year. It was Labor Day, Memorial and Fourth of July. Yeah. It was, that was it. Yeah. Maybe a handful for me too. Yup. And it was because it was like, it was like every, you know, it was working in every bit in between, saving all my money. Okay. Using my vacation days. Yep. Exactly. To get off to go. And then everything was like, man, I look back and it's like, man, there's like five years of my life where three summers was dedicated
1: to three day, three weekends it was worth it yeah <laughs> every <am>. time uh-huh <laughs> totally worth it <laughs> definitely
0: but. so what is uh let's give some uh uh silver lake i guess kind of curbing shout out what have you done some work up in
1: the area around up here um i have not uh my uncle actually owns a place close to the state uh campground area so we're gonna end up doing him and there's a couple houses okay, in the so you are open
0: area. you do do work up here if people yeah we we're
1: open to it it's super difficult to transport everything okay but so it's, it's be, mainly you know northern indiana southern michigan area it so, to come up here it's probably got to be like a big yeah, job we're that we'd like to have at least four or five jobs lined up you know okay that way we can kind of make a weekend of it Yep, come so. up. So if it is something that you're up here and you're
0: wanting to find someone in the community that you can reach oh, out, oh yeah, to them definitely and,
1: reach out and we would love to help you guys out and just kind of plan a a weekend where we'll be super busy jumping around to different places. So, so then
0: uh what did you say before that you were you're mainly
1: then focused? Where are you actually focused out of? Uh, Southern Michigan and Northern Indiana area. So okay. our our you know area that we meet up and stuff at is in Mishawaka, Indiana. So okay. So there's still a lot. I know there's a lot of duners that come up
0: from the Chicago area. That area, there's a lot of. Yeah,
1: Ben Pond's real close to me. He's probably like the closest gentleman, you know, out of like the duning community. Okay. He's about 15 minutes north of me. And he's hit you up. I saw you did some. Oh, yeah. We just did his house. He actually won a giveaway from us when we did it about a year ago. Finally got to him. Sorry about that, Ben. (laughs) We finally got you done. But no, yeah, he, that was an awesome job. His property's super beautiful. It's a awesome place so it's uh it's dope to see then
0: they have the transition and uh you know that's kind of just what i'm trying to show some of the reflection on is you know yeah i'm sure not every customer you get is a dooner but oh yeah
1: he met yeah he contacted us because of the community so it's
0: nice to see that uh you know that's the one thing uh um, the Michigan dune community is, you know, I think people generally do try. It's, if you know people, you meet people in the dunes and, oh, that's, that's interesting. You're, yeah, our family has this business and we do this. Well, yep. all of a sudden now you got to contact and, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, the dunes bring every walk of life out to the dunes. It's pretty much.
1: Yeah. We, we all, we all have a, you know, same, same, you know, thing we like to do. So it's easy to talk with people and, you yep. know, pretty, you know, similar mindset. So
0: cool. Well um we'll get wrapping this up i don't know any last minute things maybe uh i guess future plans of the jeep you said you want to own it for a while maybe actually we've been talking about the jeep as if everybody knows it but let's give a little breakdown and then we'll wrap it up what is uh the jeep and kind of some plans that you maybe want to
1: so it's yeah it's a 92 jeep cherokee uh four-door it's got ford dana 35 extended i-beams two-wheel drive um it is back half so it's actually cut at the rear passenger door and then the back half um is three link wishbone with coilovers all four corners bumps all four corners and uh just two wheel drive 405 speed so giving it the beans anywhere I can out in the dunes. But. Yeah, the
0: five speed probably uh, helps <laughs> with the clutch action. Being oh, able to yeah. Get it's RPMs screaming now, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: no, it's, it's a really fun unit. It is. It's been super reliable for me. I have yet to not been able to pull it on the trailer. So knock on wood. Yep. So every single time.
0: And that's, uh, so like one of the things I wanted to get a little rundown and you did it perfectly. You know, the Dana 35 you said on there, you know, um, it's one of those things that, something i see often and i try to explain to people you know i'm some i run on stock dana you know i run a lot of stock components dana 44 stuff at the end of the day it's like if you got a project and you're looking at parts and you know generally it's like get to the dunes i would yep. advise people get to the dunes and you know this is a rig right here this thing has it doesn't have all the big dollar parts on it but it has all the right parts on it you know, it has all the parts appropriate for the size, appropriate to do what it's doing. And, you know, you don't need to, yeah, you don't have the $2,000 hub package. You know,
1: you're running some stock Dana 35
0: stuff. Yep. You yeah, know, and it's
1: you got to test it all out, you know, find yep. the weak points. It was kind of a big thing when I first bought it was just kind of finding the weak points and replacing the small things. But like you said, there's a lot of OEM parts and just correct fabrication behind it, yep. you know. Yeah, it's uh, you know, that's something that I would hopefully
0: uh I want to see yeah, I want to see more trucks get done out of the garages that are here in Michigan and get them on the sand and get them in the dunes and keep the ones that are on the sand running cuz that's definitely a <laughs> it's hard one thing to, thing to get them yeah. done, but uh now that I've blown the motor, I have completely rebuilt my truck uh twice, <laughs> everything, and I've rebuilt it three times, not minus one motor, so I've done three transes in it, two motors, three rear ends. Like, it is,
1: it's a never-ending process. I mean, yep. I was just joking with him. I felt bad bringing it here dirty because every single time you get done with it, you need to do a once-over. You know, yep. if you're going to keep doing what you're doing, so yeah,
0: that's uh you know, last summer I put a havoc on my truck. Of last summer was the first like real year I was in here. The year before is when I moved up here, but so last summer I was moved in. The truck was running great. I was getting things dialed and. It was, I mean, every single, I was, there was spurts where I would go on spurts, like driving it four or five days in a row. Yeah. And it would be like, drive it, beat on it, come home. And then I'd be like, the next day, go to work, wake up. And I'd be in the garage wrenching for like two, three hours before Get the wife really tied got again. home. And it would be like, what? This is loose. Jeez. Oh, yep. geez. Uh, this is, oh, this is cracked over here. I better uh fix this up. Or, oh, zip tie broke off this thing. And yep. just literally like the most random stuff. Anything. It was like. It, it's blown my mind how many times i've crawled over my rig and been like oh hey uh i should okay we'll tighten that uh that's that loose. doesn't need to be like <laughs> yeah, that, that. <laughs> yeah. oh i lost an exhaust hanger that's what that rattle was
1: yep. i mean it's just non-stop but i want to trade it for the world nope exactly and that's why you're able to do it as often as you're able to yep so it's just going got to get that motor back though i know i
0: am <laughs> ah this summer's been i'm mad. not going to talk about that this one's been painful it it's honestly, it's, uh, it's not as bad as for me. It's something that actually, uh, you know, I almost kind of find it's like, I don't want to say I'm bored of the place because it's not at all, you know, it's more of like, you know, I, I really enjoy winters. I hate winter actually. I yeah. hate snow. I don't like all that, but I love the break. Yep because it like springtime comes and then you're itching. It's you it is get, the perfect break. Yep, it it's does. you're ready to go. I'm dialed for summer again. And now that I've had a season of I've had one lap this year, um like I'm already antsy and I know if I don't, you know, I, we'll see how my funds are looking and we'll see if I get it fixed before the year's up. Yep um if i don't get it fixed though it's like i am gonna be so itchy (laughs) to get out there next year you're
1: close so yeah
0: and that's i mean that's all the pain where it is now is with how close it is and i've never made an opening day but i can say if i miss this year it's like i'm gonna be at that gate on opening day probably banging at the door if i don't get out there uh, again this year so we'll see cool man but uh yeah thanks for coming in the show uh, one more time, we'll tell people where they can find you at for like your business, where yep. they can uh, check out your Instagram
1: to check the Jeep out, what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Facebook's just Curb Concepts Plus. It's where the business is going to be at. And then just Instagram and my personal Facebook for the the Jeep and it's a right 171. So. All right. Dope, man. Thanks for coming in. Yep.
0: Thank you, Nate.